0: We're just okay and we play some games. movies. We're just
1: okay, okay movie watchers.
0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Just Okay Movies. I'm your host uh, the German needle salesman Biggie Size and I'm joined by
1: Ooh, half his face shot off Guido. Oh, Guido, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Uh getting through this week. How about yourself?
0: I'm feeling the same way. Like this whole week I've just felt like a, a drag. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I've just like have no energy. So I'm like having to like conjure some up, you know what I'm saying? Just to get through I do. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta just power through it, man. Just power through it. The weekend is almost here.
0: Absolutely right. But one, one spark that did happen this week. It happened. At the Oscars, we were both completely wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I'm still a little shocked. Uh, If you remember, about two episodes ago, we were basically saying Roma is going to win. It's going to win. It's going to happen. There's just there's no other way any of these films are going to do it. And although Roma did win a bunch of awards, it just did not win the big one. And that is the uh, movie of the year. or What do they call it? Best picture. That's what it's called. It was Green Book. And honestly, my faith has been restored just a little in the Oscars for that wig. Cause I feel like that film did deserve it for being an all around great film.
1: I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of the better ones of the ones selected, but man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. And one so- I, uh when I saw it, I was like, "Solid math prevailed."
1: Yeah, <laughs> I it, guess. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe the academy is just dumb because two plus two is all they can understand.
0: <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm I'm shocked, and I, you know, it's. I see Roma and I see they were actually trying to do something a little abstract and maybe on that merit it should win for being a little a little more uh, edgy or a little more interesting because Green Book on itself is not a very interesting film by the way it's shot it's all very traditional but it just felt good as an overall film and I guess in that way I'm happy it won but uh, as far as I know that's the only award it won I don't think it won any others
1: uh or did it marshall ali won best supporting actor
0: i i didn't see that he did a good job yeah and he's he actually a he, he's an actor i didn't know much about and now i'm i feel like i'm seeing them everywhere maybe that's kind of the point but even in he, uh alita battle angel he was i mean it was kind of a corny role and definitely below his ability but he was still probably one of the best characters in the movie
1: He's the lead in this season of true detective also, which the season finale was airing at the same time. He was winning best supporting actor.
0: For him, good for him. I I hope he's got big things in his future. What uh, other films was he in that was kind of big prior to this? Uh, He was in Moonlight
1: and uh, he was uh, in uh, dare or not daredevil uh luke cage for half a season <laughs> um that's all yeah, i moonlight. can really think of off the top of my head yeah he won the best supporting actor for moonlight too Don't he's remember. won two oh, oscars that,
0: he was the the other guy who's kind of the father figure to him i forgot i forgot all about that he was the best part of that movie too yeah he's a good actor good actor he is well i hope the best for him and i'm still happy that green light won uh, green light oh my god green book won. of <laughs> putting the two films together and uh apparently what well, the, the favorite win some sort of costume bullshit or something like that
1: uh yeah i don't even think it won. Co- uh, black panther won costumes
0: oh did it really yes yeah yeah i, I can see that
1: I don't know what the favorite one and one best actress, the queen lady.
0: Uh, I guess she sort of deserved that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: but now you just know it's gonna. They're gonna put the fucking covers on, saying Academy Award winner, and that is just gonna piss me off. But anyways, we won't get into that again. Uh,
1: yeah, we should have had uh, Wally on because he is one of those people that enjoyed that movie. Are you serious? Uh oh! Are yeah, you that's what serious? He, told me. he,
0: of course, Wally would have enjoyed that movie. All right, yeah. we we're going to get him back on here, and um, we're going to have a little talk. I need to get into the psyche of someone who would find that film in any way enjoyable, uh, and Ooh, I need to learn. Be careful!
1: That's like a mind hunter uh, situation, like a, a sitting <laughs> down to interview a serial killer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, this, uh, duly noted. Well, I will tell you one film that we did watch this week that was actually quite enjoyable. I think more so than I expected was Overlord. Uh, I would say a fairly forgotten film of the latter part of last year. Would that be fair to say it kind of came and went, it felt like. Yeah.
1: In and out, in and out.
0: Well, it is a World War II based zombie film, but even calling it that is not really fair. A lot of the ads and stuff I saw, maybe not so much the ads, but more word of mouth, is this film was Nazi zombies on the big screen. And that already kind of puts an image in your head, especially if you've, you know, played zombie games like Call of Duty, you know, in that mode. Or or you think of like uh, uh, Day of the Dead, films like that, you know, you kind of put the two together. You're like, OK, this is going to be kind of a corny romp through uh, Europe fighting Nazi zombies, you know swastikas everywhere and probably a zombie Hitler somewhere and you know tits all that stuff and it's definitely not that and that surprised me it also was very refreshing because I say for a I mean it is a zombie-ish flick I felt it was pretty classy done it was real nice did you feel the same way Guido
1: yeah I think it uh really leaned heavy on the tropes you know, it, it, sure. it's just a lot of tropes, especially in the first 30 minutes of just, you know, they're soldiers, they're, uh, they got to land in France to take out a satellite uh, before the D-Day invasion. And um, it's just like every soldier that you've ever seen in a, in a war movie uh, you know, one guy's writing a book and he, you know, spoiler, he dies right when he mentions that he's, <laughs> you know, gonna send it home or something. And, uh, you know, uh, there's the hard ass sergeant who's, you know, do the mission at all costs. And then the other guy that's like, no, we need to save the villagers before the mission, you know? So it was just like very formulaic. In my in my eyes.
0: No, you, you're you not wrong at all. I mean, the very beginning kind of feels like you're watching Band of Brothers, which is also a very, you know, it's a real story so far as to say, you know, probably very dramatized. But it's what it feels like. You're in the plane. they are paratroopers. They're doing the, you know, shooting the shit like, oh, you're such a bastard. Oh, you're, a, you know, you're a butthole, whatever. You know, all that stuff. That's all there. Then people throwing up. If you've seen yeah, any they, world war- they just war. kept
1: calling each other buttholes back and forth. Yes. Like, you're a butthole. <laughs> no, you're a butthole. And that went on for like 25 minutes.
0: That's exactly right. It did, that whole thing did go on for a little longer than it should have. It, it, you got the point. They're all normal World War II people. You got the Italian guy who's like, hey, my my mama brought me uh, uh some spaghetti. And, and then yep. the, the guy from Green Book was there as well, and he was like, oh, I ate all the hot dogs. I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. It, he it was loves. crazy. It was, it was very insane. Um, and then naturally, when they go over their target, the shrapnel starts coming. And I will have to say, it was pretty exciting. I liked how it was done. But still, you've seen this play out in games and movies for the last you know 10 to 15 years. And they're jumping out, the plane gets destroyed, and they all get scattered around and kind of group up the take on the objective so it feels like a world war ii film early on it's really not until you get to about the halfway point uh, that the zombie stuff just starts slowly creeping into the picture but even then it's not in your face like you see like a i guess when it starts taking somewhat center stage is when our main guy they kept calling him boy like and i I, are the main guy he's black and you know, still racial tension was kind of a big thing during the 40s still so i felt like they kept calling him boy as like a racial slur but no i think his name was boys did you get that too it felt weird at first but maybe that um, was just me
1: well uh his name was boys yes i didn't okay. I, I didn't put it i didn't think they were calling him boy ever
0: okay maybe I, I guess that was I just i didn't catch me. that one I, I I guess I didn't catch when he said his name. So I thought he, they kept on calling him Boy, but Boyce, when I started hearing that voice, I was like, oh, that must be his last name or first name or something. But anyways, Boyce! <laughs> <laughs> but he wonders, he gets into the uh underground lab where apparently the Nazis are doing experiments on people. And that's when the zombie part starts taking center stage. And it's very subtle i i would personally say you know you see like a lady like decapitated but she's still alive he looks into a that cell was cool and he says, that was very cool and i would have to give props to this movie i mean they did use some cgi especially on some of the crazy stuff like arm bones and stuff popping out and like getting cut in half you know they're just they're not using practical effects for that stuff but at least some of the like when they're standing there talking or laying on a table, it looks like they use practical effects and maybe just a little CGI just to make it look a little grosser, which is refreshing. I like that. That's what you need for a film like this. You know, I don't want to see a bunch of CGI shit everywhere. You know, dress it up a little bit. This is a fairly low-budget film compared to the most, so really hit, that, uh, hit the nail on the head when it comes to some gross uh, props and things like that. I think it did a pretty decent job. I do, too. Uh, it was believable i wish
1: there was more gore more gore give me more yes
0: there's there's not a lot
1: and uh this movie was touted like i remember seeing reviews like ooh, it's there's a lot there's a lot of gross in it so be careful and uh it just didn't deliver on that front there's enough there's some but uh and also the zombies which they turn into zombies i believe it was nazi Scientists creating a super soldier serum—another very classic trope.
0: <laughs> Extremely um, cliche. Could have been true. Yes. We're not so sure on that. And that's that's the way I feel like they tackled this film. Was we we hear a lot of stuff what was going on in World War II and hell uh for on the German side, and it could have actually happened because if you look at what was real happening in Japan with Unit Seven Thirty One, it's not too hard to believe that Germany was probably doing some of this stuff maybe not as big as some movies make it out to be but it was probably happening and that's why i kind of feel like this film when the when they were making it was like we want to make it almost like it was realistic like this was a real group going in almost like a documentary a band of brothers style thing like if this group actually found this lab and at the end ended up just covering it all up and because it was not very gory like blood and guts like uh dead alive or evil dead or any of those series no guts going everywhere heads getting blown off although it kind of happened it was not in the forefront it was very much story driven by the characters and just them getting there getting this job done and getting out
1: right um and uh the villain the main villain who was uh you know the leader, the commander of this outpost. Uh, there was the doctor, and then there was the guy that was in charge of everything. The guy was, that was in charge of it was super creepy, and just like was about to rape a girl. And he no no ifs ands or buts that he was a horrible evil villain Nazi. <laughs> right, and uh, <laughs> they the take him one one step further when he gets his face shot and injects himself with the the serum that turns him into this super-powered almost zombie-like thing basically they were testing the serum on dead people and he was the first one to inject it while he was alive because his face was all shot up so for the remainder of the film his face was just all tore up and it was weird because during the fight scenes and stuff it was practical effects and you could see it, you know, makeup and stuff on his face. But when it was like a close-up, if he's getting in someone's face and shouting at him, it was CGI'd. And there was, there was a stark dis- difference that I saw between the two.
0: Yes, yes. And that's the case for a lot of these shots. I guess we kind of now get into more of the nitpicky stuff because it's here. I mean, this is very much a, I feel like I've been saying it like a billion times now, a popcorn flick. Like it's not meant to win any kind of award or anything. This is just for pure entertainment value, and if you look at it that way, it's enjoyable. But there's a lot of problems, especially with editing. Uh, like little moments where, like, there's a fight scene going on, but then you'll see a shot that maybe should have been cut just a a couple seconds off because they're almost like they should have momentum, but then you see the shot of them just sitting still, and then they're moving again. It just looks. Bad, like noticeably bad. And there's other parts where they're clearly had the ADR their lines and it like the tone everything just doesn't match what's going on in the environment. And what's other, that? Like, the situation? Oh, hey, Wally. Oh, oh Wally, I have a question <laughs> for you. No, 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 no. Stay here. This is actually perfect. Why do you like the favorite? I thought it was okay. It's not the best thing in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, that's all I need to know. I
1: thought this was the Tony Danza channel. I'm going to leave now.
0: Oh, bye, buddy.
1: Oh, uh, He doesn't leave. See. He just mutes himself.
0: <laughs> oh, he just <laughs> mutes himself. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay, where was I? Oh, where was I with this? Oh, Guido, can you help me? <laughs> I don't remember um, where I was. Uh, the favorite. Oh, no. yeah, the favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, but anyways. The uh some of the editing just looked a bit off. And I'm not sure if it's just budgetary restraints. They didn't have time to go back and change some of the stuff. The the film does look like it was made on a tight budget. I don't know the numbers. It basically you had plane scene, which was pretty much CGI plane flying around, which looked nice, woods, and some basement that they found in a tunnel. And that's about it. But I will say though for as limited as the film looked like budget wise, it looked pretty good and it sounded good too, like the gunfire, planes, the uh, the sounding of the zombies. There's one part in particular, when they first go into this town where this uh, satellite is they gotta take down, they go into this lady's house and they hear like a moaning noise. And I have to say, it's kinda creepy. It's not like a normal zombie one. Like, Ugh. it's way more drawn out and painful, and it just kind of happens when it's real quiet. And that's kind why? of our first inner Oh, what's up? I was
1: gonna say, why didn't they? Why didn't the girl uh, explain what happened to her aunt? Like, why did she have to play it so coy? She could have just uh, said, oh, well, yeah, they're doing testing and they injected or they did some tests on my aunt and she's all fucked
0: up now. Well, I don't think she knew that. I mean, she knew that. She they took knew her, that? I don't know because she didn't know about the lab. They, she knew people were being taken, but she never mentioned anything about the lab. They didn't know that until uh, boys came back and was like freaking out about she, what he saw. Okay.
1: They took her aunt. And then she came back all fucked up and then he threatened to take the little boy and she was like, okay, you can rape me. Don't take the little boy. So she knew that, that they were doing some fucked up shit. So why didn't she just say, instead of playing coy, instead of saying, that's my aunt, she's sick. Don't go in there. Why didn't she just say, oh, my aunt is all fucked up because they took her and they're doing shit to people.
0: Well, I mean, she kind of said that. I mean, she didn't add on that last little bit, but she did say they took her, and now she's sick and but I just i I take it down to she didn't know exactly what was going on other than they're taking people. She got her aunt back, and she's kind of messed up, so she doesn't want her little brother to go through that same fate either. It's not like she knew about the injections or or the thousand year right. she thing.
1: didn't know specifics, but she
0: knew you live there, there're people missing. she knew she she didn't sound too hopeful in these guys considering there was just four of them and they had what like 60 or 70 troops at that time like maybe it just wasn't like a what the fuck are these four guys gonna do probably nothing but
1: she risked her life like three times before she even got to their house so at that point she's invested in them (laughs) you know why not just share as much information as possible to help the soldiers win the day.
0: I will. It was I frustrating for me.
1: It was frustrating. That's
0: true. I just personally, I don't feel like she would have had enough to even help. Although I do see your point and it probably would have been helpful if she maybe elaborated a bit more on what exactly they've been doing that she's been able to see. And, uh, but then I guess we wouldn't have that big surprise which is what he's the boys is supposed to do you know go in gets in a truck the the run away from some dogs or something like that and then he sees what's happening yeah i would agree with that now this film's definitely not the best put together but i think considering what it does right it can kind of i can forgive it it has a nice flow to it it's all interesting they don't dive into everyone's backstory there's one thing i was afraid they were going to start doing it's at the very beginning when they're on the plane, they're all chit-chatting and they look over and there's this guy kind of sitting brooding in the corner. And they're like, Who, who's that guy? And they say, well, he's in charge of us, but we heard that he was in Italy and they kicked him out because he shot his captain. Or so they say. And I'm like, oh boy, we're going to have a moment in this fucking movie where he's going to break down and be like, I was trying to save the group, or or this is my dark past, and this is what I have to do, or whatever. It, none of that actually happened. Thank God, you know, all the characters were there. They felt like, you know, stereotypical people, but still felt somewhat real. And they didn't all go into massive monologues about their past. You know, it yeah. stayed to their mission, and that's all they needed to be. I like that. Were, you know, it stayed there was, on point. Uh,
1: Two scenes that I liked uh, particularly. Uh, One of them was when, um, so they capture the villain. They have him in the house. He's in the attic. One of the guys is assigned to watch him. And uh, the villain breaks free and he ends up shooting a soldier and killing him. Um, But Boyce has come back from the compound and he brought the serum with him. And he injects the other soldier with the serum after he's dead. And the soldier just (laughs) pops back to life very nonchalantly. He's like, Ooh, I feel great. And then he starts freaking out and his like neck snaps backwards and bones pop out of his jugular and he just starts going all Hulk on him. Um, I thought that scene was pretty cool. It was fun.
0: Yes. Yes. That was a fun scene. And then boys beats his head in with his rifle. That looked pretty gross. I, that was probably one scene I was like, because that just yeah. head is just sitting there, just almost squished. That was kind of cool. I like that. That was
1: cool. That was cool. And then uh, the other scene is when they're inside the compound and the, the girl is there trying to get her brother back, and someone, uh, uh, one of the guards says, "Hey, he's in the cell," and she opens the cell and it's just fucked up zombie motherfucker that's moving all weird and janky and he chases her down a hallway a few times uh that i thought that was really cool like uh just the way his movements made it scary and uh he looked cool uh yeah i thought that was cool i wish there was more of that
0: yes yes i i never thought i would say this about this film going into it but there should have been more zombie moments. And yeah. I still don't know how I feel about that statement because I like how they didn't focus on that too hard. It was just a a almost kind of a subplot. And I liked it being that like nice little um, hint or that zest on top of the main course. And I, I thought that it was, it was really was cool. The plot. I
1: thought that was the plot. That was it. No, like I mean, the plot there would be one them one taking thing, down yeah. But that's it's like a red herring. They're there for one thing, but the actual movie is about them doing these tests and creating these fucking monsters.
0: Right, but it just felt like the zombies were more of a hurdle and necessarily a plot point. Like it was it's a big part. It's it's definitely massive. Maybe calling it a sub subplot is maybe too small. But, you know, still ultimately they were just there to take down the tower the zombies just having to be there, but that didn't change their objective. They were still taking down the tower. The zombies just kind of went with it because they were kind of one and the same. I don't know, I, I kind of just didn't, I would have felt like if it was the true plot of the movie, the tower part would have just gone away completely. It was just kind of there. And really, if the boy wasn't taken, they probably wouldn't have even bothered with the zombies any further.
1: Uh, Yeah, I suppose.
0: I don't know it's it's weird and i guess i kind of like that because it's not what i expected and i like being surprised but i agree with guido i i felt like they should have done maybe a bit more like i was expecting some more zombie dogs we just saw one and that shocks me a little bit i was expecting more chases of zombie dogs or more other chases with people or like a horde of zombies just coming we we see a horde quote unquote but it's at the very end and they just get blown up and that's it right
1: that scene where uh the compound is uh exploding and he's running out of it and it's all done in one take that was so cool
0: that was pretty cool that was very cool uh well done i i also really like the scene where they're uh like launching their plan and they send in that uh, oh that motorbike and the guy's uh, mouth is taped shut And then they rip it open and it rips the pin out of the grenade. And he has like, he has a little boxcar next to him. I think that's what you call him. I can't remember. Yeah. And it's full of explosives. So you actually see his head blow up. And then the explosion, I guess, ignites the other uh, items. And it's it's just kind of cool. It's creative. And uh, I I enjoyed that quite a bit. But, uh, but, you know, overall, I say it's a decent film. Check it out. You know, I don't know if I pay for it. Wait for it, till it's on Netflix or something, if it's not there already. But, uh, you know, well done. It uh, surpassed my expectations. And I got to say, it was very enjoyable. I almost sort of wanted to see what happens after it. Because I, I kind of got to like the characters. I like the film style. It's, I, I'm a big, I love World War II films. And uh, this one was very well done. Yeah, I agree. It was uh, it was Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair no I, I totally agree with that you know ultimately and, and I'm trying to not I, I, I love surprises and I don't want that to really just be the reason why I'd recommend it it is really an, an okay movie it's nothing special but, but you know if you know, that sounds moderately interesting to you I think you'll I think you'll really enjoy it I liked it well oh you saw it too Wally yeah oh have any thoughts you want to share
1: Nope, you nailed it.
0: Oh, perfect. Hey, I, nice I, I like
1: uh, I like period action movies, so it was with an element of weirdness to it. I thought it was really fun.
0: Agreed. Agreed. No, I think that's, that's well said. Well, very good. Well, we actually have a voicemail this week. I love voicemails. Please keep sending them to us. I, I love hearing your correspondence. Guido, would you mind firing that up for us? Sure thing. Here it is. Uh, hey, Big size and
1: Just Okay Movie Pals. It's uh, Ty It's um, I'm just calling to say that I watched the movie this weekend called Alita Battle Angel. And I think that movie was uh, really good. Um, the movie's kind of a mess, but I think the places where the movie needed to stick the landing, it does it really well. The action scenes are a lot of fun to watch. And the character of
0: Alita herself is
1: really well portrayed. By the main actress and just kind of the environment around her. Um, yeah.
0: I thought it was a really good movie.
1: Probably <laughs> the most fun I've had watching the movie. and uh, <laughs> I can't really remember one outside of the movies that I had like the most investment in prior to like watching them, like uh, any of the Marvel movies or Hollywood movies. So, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was a good movie and I hope that everyone would will- to see it if that's even remotely interested in it
0: okay bye oh, oh ty so yeah how many times you, so you think you picked the phone up
1: and put it down while doing that <laughs> yeah no i think <laughs> ty when you use a phone you get you don't stick it in your armpit and keep closing your arm <laughs> you just you put it to your mouth and you talk at it
0: <laughs> ty thank you so much for calling in you know talking about the previous episode I talked about Alita and Moral Engines and honestly I had to re-record that one I, I well first of all I had technical issues but I also re-recorded it several times because I had such a hard time trying to like cohesively explain that plot uh, because it feels like it's all over the place and even then with the, the final result I, I still feel like it was completely mumbled and it doesn't make any sense and It's kind of a shame because there's a lot of neat stuff going on in that film and they should have cut out probably all the subplots and it would have been just fine and actually would have been way more enjoyable to watch and explain and recommend to people. Uh, But I agree with you, the main actress did a really good job. I think they captured that anime manga spirit, you know, with her being very happy go lucky, but then transforming into this powerful being and you actually kind of caring about her uh, as she progresses through all those uh, hurdles she has to overcome. Uh the main guy who plays as her father figure is really really character everyone in it's very fascinating and it just felt like they tried too hard to fit in every single plot device that was you know probably went on in much greater detail in the manga or anime. Into this two-hour film, and you just can't do that and, and make it feel cohesive. So it feels like it was made by fans, which is both a good thing and a bad thing because of that. Because they're like, "Oh no, you have to include that, or else you know this whole other plot line won't make any sense." Where majority of people probably going to see it who are wanting the sci-fi flick don't wouldn't know the difference. And uh, but I agree with you. I think the action was really good. The CGI and everything was very well done and uh, overall it was a fun film just kind of sit back and enjoy I I equate it if anyone's listening haven't listened to that pod the previous one uh, if you've seen Speed Racer and you enjoyed the intensity the kind of silliness and the uh, I guess the uh, what would you say the speed of the film you'll enjoy Alita quite a bit so yeah I'm I'm happy you enjoyed it Uh, Guido, Wally have you, you guys seen it?
1: I have not seen it yet Uh, No, I want to see it really, really bad.
0: Highly recommend you guys checking it out. Well, if you all want to leave a voicemail like Ty did, uh, give us a call. I need to memorize that phone number, but you can go to justokmovies.com. Go to the bottom of the page. There you will find our voicemail number. You can also send us an email with an audio attachment to justokmovies at gmail.com or just shoot us a regular email. That's fine as well. We'll read it on the air also send us a tweet at just okay movies and we actually got one more review uh, this week and i'm very thankful for it but we need more we we've got to get more so that way we can get this pod out there and more people can enjoy it so please go on itunes or wherever you listen to and leave us a review greatly appreciate it. and hey if you have any if you're like i don't really want to leave a five-star review there's a couple things i don't like i'm open for criticism fuck that leave a
1: five-star review
0: <laughs> okay leave a five-star review but send an email if you just want to chat about something greatly right, i love your all's correspondence and i think that pretty much wraps things up uh guido wally thank you so much for joining me <laughs> sorry you for it. stumbling in literally <laughs> oh wally you're always welcome absolutely love, love having you here baby. Oh, I love you too, buddy. Thank you for being here. And Guido, as always, thank you so much. And we will be back next week. I'm thinking... uh, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about this at the end of the the pause. That way people are ready for the next one. I kind of like how we did that with the Oscars. I'm thinking that uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. What do you think? Uh, Sure. I already
1: watched it several months ago. So it might be one of those things where I just... uh have to recall as we're talking about it (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) was it worth watching did you did you enjoy it at all
1: uh it was okay
0: it wasn't what i expected uh interesting we might not do that one then next week (laughs) i guess we'll just find out thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time take care bye bye